Welcome to Fridays on the Fly. I'm Eric. And I'm Ward. We are creative people, the creative projects. Sometimes we talk about that, among other things. Be forewarned, sometimes content or language may be inappropriate for children. Episode 422. Woo! Never stops. Never quits. It's like the Terminator. <laughs> are we the Terminator of podcasts? I think we are. The Terminator 3, though. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, mean, I can't call myself T1 to be, T2. To be fair, it is that, that is maybe, maybe Terminator 4. I'm not. <laughs> we're, like, we're like Dark Fate or one of those spinoffs. <laughs> right. <laughs> so last week we talked about, and you brought up like, um, give me, say, word it exactly. A movie that defines a generation? movie that defines a generation. And I, I've had time to think about it. And I thought about movies that, are movies so influential that they could mold people or a generation do you think i think so i mean i i think they are what drives a lot of like culture sure i like fight club how many people started or tried to start an underground fight club because of the movie (laughs) fight club (laughs) probably not many i mean i know of at least one when i was in school i knew at least one that you know right i wanted to try to go and like well, I'd love to get in a ring with these guys. Um, <laughs> never happened. Maybe maybe they didn't want me, but like, you know, like a lot of people are like either wanted to be in it or, like, you know, like, cause you have a secret, you got like just this alluring thing. I think, I think movies always kind of push this. Like you want to be like that. So, it's so funny. I was watching um, the Sly documentary on Netflix. Oh, I want to watch that so bad. But every time I sit down to watch it, it's like, shit, it's like an hour and 48 minutes long or something. I'm like, damn it. I don't have enough time. Cause I want, I, I want to watch the yeah. whole thing. So, how, but how he, was it? Uh, I'm kind of fair to middle on it. It, it. Wait, wait, wait. Did you see the other one on Frank Stallone that I told you about? I've not seen the one on Frank Stallone. Shit. I really wanted you to see that. I should, maybe I should check that out. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So, I, I thought it was all right. Um, but in it, he talks about how, I think he said he was watching Hercules. And like, you know, dude was just jacked. Right. And Sly goes, at that moment I realized, that's who I want to be. I was like, did a good job on that one. Like, yeah. 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 It's like that movie shaped his life. Yeah. So I watched him on like, I watched him on YouTube. Did I tell you this? He was on YouTube and he was like, somebody asked, he he was like answering fan questions or some shit. And they're like, you know, why do you stay in good shape? And he's like, ego. (laughs) I was like, damn, that's, that's some straight shit right there from, from Sly. Give it to you straight ego. So, but you you didn't think it was that good? Well, so it was executive produced by Sly. And once I'm like, you know, because sometimes, you know, if you're making stuff though, I mean, you know, yeah. So I mean, it felt like, like oh this was a night nice, like it, you know does it go into like the dark secrets of Sly Stallone like most people know he made a porno right. you wouldn't know that by looking at this documentary so like you know it kind of goes into like he had a rough upbringing but it feels a little bit like I want to tell my story my way you know yeah it, well it, that's what it is it doesn't feel distance now is there some nice is there some nice insight sure like you know it's he's very he seems very candid at some points yeah um, he seems like a candid guy I mean when you make movies the like the way that he does I think you've given up on worrying about how you will be perceived or accepted in into the, cause you're not, he's not accepted into that world. At least I don't think. Yeah. He is. And I mean, he talks about that a little bit. Oh, does and he? I appreciate that. He did mention stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> like, cause I kind of have to, uh, but it, it very much is, you know, I, I wish there was a little bit of distance, you know, maybe a little bit of, um, uh, impartiality to it. It just yeah, feels like yeah. it's a little bit like, like, all right, guys, we're not going there. A little bit like that. Like, we're not going there, guys. Like, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the best version of my story. It feels a little bit like that. Now, uh, the first half, I was like, oh, is this just a documentary on making Rocky? Because the whole first half is 
Rocky. Well, I mean, that's that's. And I, that's, I get it. It's that a, is the that is the biggest thing. That is the biggest part of his career. Well, that and Rambo, like those sure. things together. But did, didn't Rocky come before Rambo? I think it did. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. yeah. And did they talk about us? Did he talk about his mom at all? Yeah. Oh, okay. He talk, right. Talks about it quite a bit. Okay. Because um, when I was growing up, and you might not remember this, she used to have commercials on TV. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, Where wow. you could call her. It was Jackie Stallone's psychic hotline. Wow. She had a psychic hotline. So the document does not cover that because wow. I didn't, like he talks about her. He talks about you know growing up with this mom, like what she was like, you know. But I did not hear Jackie Sloan's psychic outline. Wow, like. yeah. When I was like probably probably mid early nineties, late eight. I would say early nineties. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I did. I never. Oh gosh, yeah. call one eight hundred. Blah 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 blah. You know. Wow. Get Jackie's reading. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. No, I didn't cover that. Uh, Frank is in it for a little bit. Love that guy. Yeah. Like you really need to see the Frank Stallone one. Like it is. It is really good. Okay. I thought it was I I really eye opening. Like that was eye opening. Imagine being and I was I you you see these people like um do you know Tom Hanks has a brother? I Jim so. Hanks. Have you ever seen Toy Story? Is he in it? He voices Woody in some of in some of the really? movies. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, funny thing I saw related to Toy Story this week, John Ratzenberger. Yeah. Is like the fourth highest grossing actor because he's in every, every Pixar movie they've made. I absolutely. Like, I had no clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jim Hanks, whenever they need to like, whenever they like need, oh shit, we need to have Woody come in and say, there's a snake in my boot. And Tom's busy. <laughs> you can't. So he sends, he sends his brother. And his brother, who doesn't sound like him at all, has learned to sound like him yeah. because they're so close enough. You know, you know, relatives. Like you over your brother. Like, you right. know, you know. Right. So you, so, so. And and in scenes in Forrest Gump, it's his brother. Wow! Like when he's running, uh-huh. it's his brother huh. because Tom Hanks is too fucking busy to be running through the desert. You know, <laughs> that's how busy Tom Hanks is. He's got his brother. How awesome would that be to be the sibling of a star? That's a good gig. That's. I, mean, a, I think a lot of people, though. No, I don't know about a lot of people. Some people wouldn't be able to get over the ego. I would. That would be like that's my dream. That's a my, good gig. That's a, you are Jim Hanks. I mean, Jim And the great Hanks. thing is, Tom's always busy. So he's like, hey, Tom, I'm a little light this month. You like, got anything you can throw me? Of course he does. Of course, of course he, does. he does. He's Tom Hanks. And you know, like, the beautiful thing about it, you're set financially. Yeah. You're not famous. You can still go to the grocery store. Go to the grocery store. store. Yes. What a great gig. Yeah. That is the and and so when they did like the Toy Story Toy Story four Tom Hanks isn't in it at all. Oh really? It's his brother. Wow. The video That's game. Awesome. It's his brother. It's the sweetest freaking gig in the world. I saw this interview with him and he and he's just he's talking and it's like it kind of looks like Tom Hanks but like an older version and then he just puts on the Tom Hanks voice and it's like <laughs> Fuck, I've been I've been duped this whole time. Uh, <laughs> freaking Jim Hanks Jim out there Hanks. duping people. That is this, so Frank's got kind of like that same kind of story, but I don't know that he ever like body doubles or, you know, voice doubles for Sly, but, but just like, you know, because you're Frank Stallone, it's like. In the documentary he mentions, he's like, yeah, you know, I was Frank Stallone. Then Rocky came out and I was Sylvester Stallone's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So there's this, and, and this was in the early nineties, MTV as a joke when they had their movies awards was going to give out like the actor of the year award. And as a joke. They did it to Clint Howard, Ron Howard's brother, (laughs) not realizing that Clint Howard at that up to that point in the 90s had been in like a hundred movies and in like Star Trek. And like they had no fucking clue because there was no you couldn't go on your phone and be like an IMDb Clint Howard and be like, 
holy crap, he's been in like tons of stuff. So they did it as a joke, just not realizing that it was like, oh shit, he's really famous. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows who he is, but every, nobody knows who he is. It's just Everyone like, knows who he is, nobody knows his name. Right, yeah. Hey, it's but, that guy. Yeah, but he's been in a million things. Yeah. So it's like, they were like, oh yeah, we messed that up. <laughs> it's meant to be a joke, but it, but it really wasn't. So yeah, Clint Howard, another one. But, I, you know, Clint Howard, who was in Arrested Development. Yeah. Yeah. That's how many things that dude's been in. Everything. Yeah. Everything. So, yeah, it's just a, you know. So, so you're telling me this isn't worth watching? I just, I mean, I don't, I don't know what I expected. It just, on one hand, I felt like you probably could make a few, like, you could make it longer, you know? Because we don't really. Make it longer. It was like an hour and 40 minutes well, but like, or something. Well, you know, the first half, like, the whole first half is Rocky. All Rocky. And I get it. Like, that's a big part of his career. Like, that's where he broke in. Right. And, you know, I mean. You know, you talk about it a little bit of that, but I don't know. It's like maybe we need to cover more and like kind of cover everything a little bit more. I mean, because you know, kind of we kind of feels like we're hitting the highlights. Right. Like I don't know. I just want to like go deep. I mean, I thought there were some like very nice, candid parts with Sly where he's you know he's pretty honest about like yeah, you know, I thought I couldn't thought I could never go wrong with that. Like after I hit Rocky, I was it. Didn't think I'd ever go down. Right. Then I did. Then I did. Saw my mom will shoot. <laughs> like they, they even have Arnold in there. Like Arnold like talks about that because Arnold is the reason he did that. And his, stop my mom will shoot. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Right, so. Um, like at that time, you know, Arnold and Sly, they were, they were the action sure, dudes. Right. And so apparently, you know, they, they were, were they ever in a movie together? Uh, not until Expendables. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And you know, they talk about it like that. Cause that, that's a huge part of Sylvester Stallone's thing. Cause like it kind of brought him all the way back around. It's like, Oh, right. he's relevant again. Yeah. But anyway, Schwarzenegger. He's relevant in a movie where they're supposed to be irrelevant. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, Schwarzenegger says, yeah, you know, we were, we were competing and so, I didn't really want to be in the movie, but I kind of said I would because I wanted to see if he'd take it. And he took it. <laughs> Freaking Estelle Getty. Because, like, when Sloan heard, oh, Schwarzenegger wants this, he's like, no, give it to me. I want it. And that's it. Wow. And, and so Sloan, he talks about how he's like, yeah, you know, I tried to do a lot of different things and tried to be people I wasn't because people wanted somebody that, you know, spoke in monosyllables. Like, and I tried to be comedic and I tried to do a farce and I think it was Fist or something. He talks about a lot of the movies yeah. that were misses. And he's like, I just thought I just thought I, I thought after Rocky I couldn't go wrong, right? And I could, and I, you know, I, I appreciate well, like he's honest about it. That's because it's like really hard. I, I would imagine it's it re- like impossible to say no to things. Like yeah. you're famous and it's like you want to be in that? I'll do that. You want to be in that? I'll do that. Like there's a movie he's in called like Nighthawks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Freaking awesome! If you ever get a chance to see, I'll that. check that out. That is a really because well, you movie. know like Rocky. He talks a little bit about uh, not Rocky, um, Rambo. Yeah, you know, he talks about that. Talks about that a little bit. Talks about how that kind of changes the genre. But at a certain point, it feels like he's milking the Rocky franchise, especially the ones that have come out like in the 2000s. Sure. And you, know, I would love for him to say, like, why did you really do these? Like, did you just want to be relevant again? And I feel like there's a few scenes where we always touch on that. Like, he's just like, I want to be relevant again. Like, I like to be in the spot. Like, I feel like we're almost there. Yeah. Just say it. Like, just, we all kind of know. Yeah, but you know, or see, when I see, see, when I see people like him and like other actors and directors who continue to do kind of like the same thing, is it because... You're not done telling the story? Because I could see that happening with myself. Like, I could see myself, like, creating something like that. And then it's like, you, these characters are, are in your head. And it's like, I can keep telling the story. I want to keep telling the story. So, I, for him, I, I, I get it. Like, I, I can... Or is he just doing it because he just wants to, like well, you said, stay relative? So, but I've can, recently, like, within the past couple years, I've rewatched all the Rambos. Right. And so, like, Rambo 4... I was like, oh, well, I'm kind of impressed with this. Like this, I think it's early 2000s, maybe late. Right. I think it's early 2000s. I was like, this is actually like a, a pretty solid action movie. Like, you know, it's there's, it's not very deep. Doesn't even be very deep. You're right. It's gives an him, action movie. Gives him the slimmest of reasons to like want to fight. I like it. Right. Rambo 5 is garbage. I mean, 
It's like you really did you did you need a car or something? Like did you owe somebody money? Like why did you, like it is so like unequivocally bad. Like I mean, but that's you're the better thing though. It's like it's it, that's the thing. It's like I don't know how I would be. I mean, I don't know how you would be. I don't know how I think human nature to be like when you have that kind of amount of when you have that kind of money and you have that kind of availability to be like, oh, I'm gonna I can continue to do this. I don't know that I could say no. Yeah. And, and and I would like to think that I would be able to be like, yeah, I'm not going to do that anymore. Like, I'm done that. But like I said, you could still there, you could still have these characters in your mind where you're not done with it. You know, like I can definitely see that happening. Like you you write something and it's like, no, I've got more to say with this. If that was the argument for Rambo Four, I buy it. If that's argument for Rambo <laughs> Five. Let's let's be real here. Uh, uh, but yeah, the Rocky thing, I could see, I could see that. I mean, that Rocky character had. It's a good. That's a good character. He's yeah. a, he was a good guy, you know. And it's kind of fun because he was talking about you know like his first his first version of Rocky and how I think he said he had his friend who was typing up. She's like, I hate this guy. <laughs> and he's like, maybe I need to maybe I need to like take him to the edge and not go over the edge. Right. And it's like I was like, like this is what I'd like to see. This like like give yeah. me some really behind the scenes stuff. Right. I and mean, he talks about I think is it Rocky, Rocky Four like I mean not Rocky but one of the Rocky Fours. Um, he's talking about has kind of a parallel with like his family and his kids. And he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, people didn't really like it. I get it. I think it's might have been the most honest Rocky I did. Right. Like, so like stuff like that I like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was in the whole first time. I'm like, is this only Rocky? Are we gonna are we gonna like cover his whole life or? Damn, I you know I just we I always when I see these I watch a lot of like um, interview shows on YouTube like when I get a minute like that have stars on it. And there's one Graham Norton. He'll ask like really good questions. But the questions I always want to know are like. What movies suck to make? Yeah. Like, tell me that. And then tell me why. Like, is is that taboo? Like, can you not, can people not talk about that? And can, or, or what movie was the most fun to make? And tell me why. Like, why was it fun? Like, that's, that's shit I want to know. Yeah. Like, do, do, I, I mean, what do you want it? What do you want to know from actors? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I think it might have been Vanity Fair where they'll do like an actor's round table at award shows. Yeah. And, like, bring the, yeah, and like, yeah. it's really cool because they really get into, the craft and the right. art. And that's what, like, I want to know how do you approach, like, you're building something. I want to know how you're putting this thing together. Yeah, yeah. And I really like that. And then, like, you get these, you know, these younger and older actors are like, oh, like, that's how you do that? Like, yeah. Like, you're right. Like, I love stuff like that. And I, and I, and I saw one of those where it was like, um, uh, Jamie Foxx mm-hmm. is sitting around with, I don't know, like Tom Cruise and Robert De Niro and like a bunch of other people. And he said, you know, he said, I didn't know I was a really bad actor until he worked with Christoph Waltz. And he's like, he's like, you know, Christoph Waltz had a scene where, and, and it was in Django, where he has to pull a, a paper out of his pocket and read it. And he's like, you know, he, he like goes into his pocket and he pulls out his glasses and he like, you know, puts them on his face and then he reaches in and pulls out the paper and he unfolds it. And it's kind of like, it takes like a minute. And he's like, shit, if that were me, I'd put the glasses <laughs> on, pull the paper out. And he's like, he's like, after I get done watching, I was like, shit, like, you know, like, that's really good. Like, and that's the stuff I love to see. Yeah, like, that, like, that really is get into exactly it. the kind of stuff I like to see. Like, that kind of like, damn, you know, like, mm. I just watched something on The Big Lebowski and John Goodman was like, he goes, he's filming that scene. Have you ever seen The Big Lebowski? Oh, yeah. Where he is outside and he's ready to start bashing this car. Cause he's outside the kid's house and he thinks the kid just bought a Corvette with the money that he stole. And he's, and he's standing in this neighborhood in like the Valley in California. And he's like, is this what you fucking want? Is this what you fucking want? And he just keeps, I mean, it's like constant obscenities. And he goes to the director, which I can't remember who it was. 
Um, and he goes, I can't say this. He's like, people live here. And I was like, I can't. It's the middle of the night. And, he, and the director goes, we bought the whole neighborhood. <laughs> you say whatever you want. <laughs> so it's like stuff like that I love. I do love. I love stuff. That like reminds me of something that. from the Stallone documentary. And from this memory, I'll say, you know, it's worth watching. He's talking about Copland. I think that's a great movie. I haven't seen that like, in years. Stallone, like, like, oh, Stallone's an actor. Like yeah. the guys, the guy did Rambo and Rocky. Like right. he was good, but but those characters, you know, but like Copland, they were easy because it. they were dumb characters. Yeah. yeah, but Copland, he brought it, and so he's talking about like, you know, I finally got the chance to act with De Niro. He's like, yeah. I now wanted him to smack me around a little bit and like really bring it. So they they're showing this scene, they're having him talk about it, where you know he's arguing with De Niro, who's um like the police chief. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's like, I didn't. I didn't feel like he was beating me up enough. She's so like, so I went off script and like they show the they show him talking about it and like show it like show, uh, I thought it was great. Like that was great because yeah. then De Niro like gets up and, like gets in his face and yelling at me. he's like he's like yeah after that scene I was like that's what I wanted. Yeah. And like you see a guy Did he make Copland? No. Oh okay. No, that's kind of like he wanted to, like he wanted to be an actor. Yeah yeah. Um like that because like, I feel like everything that guy's been in is shit he's made. A lot of it is. Yeah. But you know like you make Rocky and uh, Rambo you get passed because it seems like he probably made over the top. It's, uh, yeah. Cobra. I mean, those all seem like he yeah. wrote, made those movies. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, the cop, like that Copland scene, like seeing that did kind of make that documentary worth it because it was really cool to see, you know, what he wanted. And yeah. like he was not like, I, I wanted to be around a real actor. Right. And I wanted him to smack me around and yeah. I got it. And like, I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, because he's not going to get that chance. And because, of course, he's like, you know, Copland did not do well. It's a good movie. Yeah. He does great in it. Yeah. But. I, you know, I don't know how, I guess maybe is it Rambo too that he just got this stereotype of like the, oh, uh, abs- uh, like, yeah, absolutely. Because like you look at Rambo, that guy is amazing in Rambo. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, but there wasn't much said in Rambo. No. Like he very, there was very little bit of dialogue for him. But you know, like every scene he brought it. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I mean, and maybe, I guess he did Rocky first, maybe just like, yeah, it was right, yeah. Kind of that stereotype like boxer, you know, dumb boxer. Sure. Maybe, I don't know, but you know, like for a long time, I think most people know now, like this guy's really, he's pretty smart. Pretty smart. And I don't know if it's just his accent or just like, you know, the Rocky and Rambo characters yeah. being silent. Like, was that what or, did it? Or does he play, or is that, is he, is he, did he get kind of like caught up in that character and now he plays that character in real life when he's not that character in real life? Like, well, I'm sure a lot of people want that though. Yeah, that's what I they mean. They don't want Sly. They that's, want That's what I mean. Rocky. Yeah. They, they, you know, when they meet him, they don't want him to be some guy who's well-educated and, you know, and, you know, they, they want to, they want to meet Rocky. Yeah. But, you know, I want to circle back. You were talking about, uh, you know, like for Sly in particular, do you do the art thing or do you do the paycheck? And, you know, like, let's go to Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, that dude has made, like, ridiculous money. Yeah. You know, he got $20 million for what, like Batman and Robin? Yeah. And you know what? Was he a bit of a joke? Yes, he was. Did he get $20 million for, like, a couple of days worth of work? Right. Be hard. Pr- like, even if I know I'm going to be yeah. a joke after that movie. You know what? You But, you, but you know, those you know how those movies were then. Yeah. Like, that... If you, you when you got a call to be in a Batman movie, it wow. was like this is amazing. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna be in a ba- Jack Nicholson was in a Batman movie. He was in the Batman movie. I'm gonna be that. You didn't know that they were gonna turn out to be trash. But he, like in that case, even if I knew that movie's gonna be trash, twenty million for like as little as he did. Oh. How do you pass that up? I don't know. I don't know that. I Honey, can do you want a few houses in the Caribbean? Yeah, but I don't know if I can make trash. I really yeah. don't know. Well, like you don't want to, but man, like that money, I, I that know, money makes I it know. tough. I, you know, I, I, and and they had to be thinking this at some point that they were making trash because the man made Kindergarten Cop, he made Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. These are trash. These movies are. Trash. They were paychecks. Like right. There's there's nobody can be under any illusion. They're nothing more than a paycheck. You don't make those movies like we're going to elevate the art of cinema. No one said that on those movies. I wonder if there's people like that. 
that are just like true artists. Yeah. Doesn't Richard Linklater? He's the first person that comes to my mind. Is he almost has to be like look at what he's made. Yeah. Look at what he hasn't made. Right. No, no. I mean, how many other people don't compromise? I don't. That's what I mean. I you know it's like. You, I mean, you're like Scorsese. Scorsese is great. Is Some he? of these movies, he is, he is, he's gone back to that well enough times where you kind of think, we're kind of cashing in, aren't we? No, we're, you know, I'm done. I'm like, I, everybody's like, oh, The Irishman was incredible. Are you sure? Did we watch the same movie? Did, did we watch the same movie? Like, was that anything he hadn't done better many times before? Right. You're just, you're just telling a different story, but in the same place. What was it? Was it um, Scorsese did Hugo, right? Yeah. Like that. I'm like, oh, this dude... Like, he still got it. Right. But then we do the Irishman. I was like, oh, well, I guess yeah, that's yeah. just a... We, we did the artist thing. Let's go back to the paycheck thing. <laughs> Let's go back to the what we know. Or is you just don't know anything else. But, you know, like... And, you know, I, don't know, I don't know how Hugo did. I think Hugo's an excellent movie. I can completely see that movie probably not performing very well no, because did, of that. It did not. And so, of course, like, you get hit like that. I'm sure it's a bruise to your ego. Then do you be like, well, maybe I should just go back to the gangster thing because people like it and I make money doing that. And, you know, I mean, if you're an actor, at least, I don't know about director, but if you're an actor... You have to a little bit like attention. I don't think you're an actor if you don't like a little bit of attention. And so if you do something that's artistic that people don't give you praise for, but if you do the paycheck thing you get praise for, it's got to be a little bit of ego. I would actor. love acting, I and I would not at all crave the attention. I freaking hate it. But don't you think most of them do? Most. I would agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them like to be in that, like to be on. Yeah. You know, which is probably, you know, the reason why they end up with so, so much trouble. I'm trying to find how much... Um, Hugo made, but is a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. 7.5 on IMDb. And I think it's an excellent movie, like well-deserved, but I could completely see that not doing well. Box office, $185.8 million. It's not bad. No, that's does, not bad. Does it say the budget? Um, I'll find it. But you know, like I watch Hugo. I don't think Scorsese has done anything similar to that. And I kind of wonder, does he have, does he have more like that in him? 160 million was budget. So not not so a it was success. a failure. Yeah. It was originally budgeted at 100 million but ran over with a final budget between 156 and 170. And so how do you double a budget like that when your name is Martin Scorsese like yeah. you get that leeway. Right. But man, yeah, I bet he got a bit of a smack in around <laughs> when that when it didn't pan out. Then again, he was like, "Hey, let's watch this new uh, gangster Scorsese movie Hugo. I can't wait to like <laughs> uh, you know like you got he's kind of pigeon told himself like why would you expect him to do anything else?" This so, is what he does. So do you like Wes Anderson movies? I get the appeal. Because they do not when, appeal to me. When I, see, it's funny because when I watch things like that, I think I think of you. Yeah. I think like this is the kind of shit Ward would do. Yeah. Like they're they're just kind of it's kind of like I don't want to say zany isn't the right word. It's not off kilter. Yeah. Right. Like when I watch one, I'm always like, yeah. I, I mean, the dude's got a vision. He, he's got and a, he carries he's got it. a like, style, right? Yeah. He's got some stuff on Netflix that's out right now for like shorts, Roed Dahl um, uh-huh. shorts. So good. Oh my gosh, they're so freaking good. I keep meaning to get around to those. Holy crap. The one with Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, actually, it might be in more than one. Oh crap. I can't remember. Isn't it Henry Sugar? Henry Sugar. I've, like, I've, I've seen people talking about that. I've like, so I need to get around good. to that. Oh my gosh. So good. And so then I watched like, a, like on um, YouTube, there was like kind of like a. Kind of like a making of this. You would be so into this shit. Like, most of this stuff is miniatures. Really? I had no freaking clue. Wow. Like, even in the other movies that he's done, there's so many miniatures in the movie. He just loves them. Mm-hmm. He loves, like, the whole practical effect of making miniatures. I was like, damn, Ward would love this. Yeah. Like, this is, like, this is incredible. 
I want to be one of those people who just makes these sets. That's that's what I want to do. That would be so much fun. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, we got way off. To- but you know, it doesn't matter. I'm sure we got way off topic, whatever the topic was. We don't have topics. I'm still going to watch the Sly thing. No, I mean, you know, yeah, I said it was kind of fair to Midland. I do agree with that. But, you know, like there are some scenes that are pretty good. Like that one about Copland, I love that. Like that was, that was one of those times where I'm like, you know, he's he's being pretty honest right now. And, you know, look, I've, uh, growing up in Philly, that guy was a hero to people that lived there. Like it was like, holy crap, you're immortalizing our city. I mean, there's still a freaking statue of the guy there. It's still there outside yeah. the art museum. That's how much they love him. Now they took him off the top of the steps, but because they just said it wasn't art. Could it get more art? Yeah, it's... It's in a movie, and it's a bronze statue. Sounds like art to me. It sounds like two forms of art, actually. Yeah. Yeah. When they took it down, it was like... Everyone was like, yeah, absolutely, that's not art. I'm like, no. no. I, what is it then? I, I don't believe it. And it's a prop, which is... <laughs> just That's art. Yeah. Wow. It's just amazing. Anyway, enough on Sly. What else do you want to talk about? I really don't have anything. Wow. That, that covered it. Oh, you know, I will say, you know, last week we were talking about movies and genre defining. And I don't want to revisit that, but yeah. we talked about Easy Rider. And I've always said, like, sometimes you just watch movies in succession. Like, wow, these like really mesh together well. Like, completely unintentional. Watched Easy Rider and Into the Wild together. And Into I've, the Wild with uh, about McCandless? Yes. Okay, all right. And I've never, like, seen two movies that intertwine so well, you know, generations apart. Yeah. But they're both very countercultural. Like, two yeah, people yeah. that reject society. Uh, great parallels. And, like, I, even, like... The I had Into to, the Wild one is so good. I've had to watch this, like, ten years ago. Like, those yeah. two movies. And, like, I still think, like, no, that was the best pairing of movies I've ever stumbled across. Mm. You know, like, a lot of times it's just, like, you know, we watch two movies together, two movies, and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, this one... Like, this one didn't really know how to land a story. This one does. Like, this, right. like, it feels like they were... They're kind of the same vein. I'm not going to revisit it much, but I just thought of a movie that was like, kind of like, I can tell you is like exactly the way I grew up. Kids. Kids. Wow. It's like, I knew every, I knew every person in that movie. Probably 10 times over. Yeah. Kids is a rough movie. Yeah. But that's, that's exactly what it was like growing up in the nineties in the inner city. Yeah. Like that's. I don't doubt it. That I knew, like I said, I knew 10 of each one of those people. I watch that movie and don't like, I'm not sure I'm old enough to watch this movie. Yeah, it's crazy. But yes, if I had to like if I had to if I had to pick a movie that like defined my generation uh-huh. of where I'm from and like urban, that's it for sure. Yeah. That's the movie. It feels like they were just filming like 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 in the alleyway behind where I lived. It's like, wow. Yeah. That's it. That came to me really late. Anywho, well, I guess that about wraps it up. Sure does. Thanks for coming. I'm Eric. And I'm Ward. Go to our website, Fridaysnotfly.com. From there you can find everything episodes, iTunes links, Stitcher, whatever you need from Fridays on the Fly, you can find it there. So go there, check us out.